Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is when you may be hearing this message. This is Reverend Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and welcome to you. We are in episode 257 of our Bible Bites as we read through the scriptures this year. My reading today is in Ezekiel chapter 46 through 48. And so we will conclude the book of Ezekiel today and begin moving forward uh, into the book of Daniel tomorrow. In chapter 46, in verses 1 through 3, it describes for us the worship we've already discussed in earlier uh, sessions about the the temple that will be built during that time, uh, the millennial temple we tend to call it, and some of the various offerings and observances and people that will be involved in that. And so these three verses describe the particular worship, especially on the Sabbaths and the new moons, which are the only times that this is going to be opened regularly for worship. Um, and then it speaks about that they will come to the gateway of the inner court, which reminds me of the Nicanor gate of the second temple that stood during Jesus's day. And it will be opened and the prince and the people will worship there at those times. It speaks of how it will be closed the other six days of the week. This also, to me, this passage does help us understand that the prince is not the Lord himself, but some other official that will be serving him. Perhaps uh, it sounds like in a governmental position, some high official. Some believe that this may be David. We are not told who it is, so, you know, any... Um, any ideas are pure speculation and guesses at this point. In verse 4 and following, the rest of this chapter covers the worship and the offerings, as well as property rights, especially for the prince, um, this high official. Then in chapter 47, a beloved chapter of Ezekiel, we get to the chapter that tells us about the river of life in the first uh, several verses, the first 12 verses. And so we're going to speak about that. This river, Ezekiel is shown in a vision that there's this river that will flow from the temple, from the sanctuary in the temple to the, um, it will flow out of the temple and it will go even to the Dead Sea. It will go toward the east, and then it will turn and go downward to the Dead Sea. And it makes everything live when it comes to the sea. I want to read to you some passages, um, or a passage of several verses from this chapter, because this river of life is very uh, pertinent, and it has some spiritual connotations for us, as well as the actual true, true prophetic connotations that are speaking of this time. In Ezekiel chapter 47, I'd like to begin reading in verse 7. When I returned there along the bank of the river were very many trees on one side and the other. Then he said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region, goes down into the valley and enters the sea. That would be the Dead Sea. That's the sea it's talking about. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed, and it shall be that every living thing that moves wherever the rivers go will live. 
There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there for they will be healed. And notice this. And everything will live wherever the river goes. It shall be that fishermen will stand by it from Engedi to Eniglum, and they will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. But its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. Along the bank of the river on this side and that will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine. This is telling us about the power, the, the beautiful life-giving power of this water that's going to flow from underneath the temple sanctuary from when Jesus will be sitting in his temple as king. And it says here that this powerful river brings life and healing even to the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is called that because it is dead. It's the lowest place on earth and it is dead. It has nothing living in it. There's no way to fish in it right now. It's just a, a salt pit, basically. And so they're getting minerals, I think, out of it and those kinds of things. But as far as any living thing that can, can live and move, no fish or anything like that can live in it right now. But in this day, there'll be so much fish. It says that fishermen are going to stand on the edges of the Dead Sea and be able to spread their nets and they will have fish like the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, meaning the Mediterranean. And it says exceedingly many because its waters are going to be healed. This is a beautiful picture of what it will be like in that millennial reign in terms of the topography and geography of the land and this sea that will now come to life and be living. Everything will live where this river flows and it will be healed and there will be all kinds of trees and leaves uh, abundant there it speaks about here for food and for uh, even for medicines or for medicinal purposes healthy purposes etc but I love this I love also the application of this that the Lord showed me many years ago um, there is a spiritual application for us today and friend I don't know what may be in your heart or in your life but if there's a Dead Sea place in your life that, that where things are dead, maybe through bitterness, through unforgiveness, whatever the case may be, the good news is that there is a river of life. There is living water that flows from the throne of grace from God above that can go all the way to the Dead Sea place inside of you, even lower than what you realize, maybe the lowest part of you down deep, and it can bring life and healing. And that area that once was dead can now come to life and spring and teem with life all over again. That is the offer, and that is what's available to you through the river of life that flows from the throne of grace of our God. And so I just want to pass that on. That is beautiful. I love the river of life and what it does and what it will do in that day, literally. 
when we see it and when we experience it in Jesus' kingdom. Then in the rest of the chapter 47 and 48, these deal with the boundaries and the divisions of property for the 12 tribes and for the strangers that are dwelling in that, ta- in that day with them and among them. The Lord included those as well and re- gives them property rights as well and values. In chapter 48, I want to draw down to a close real quick here. And I just want to mention this. At the end of verse 10, it says, The sanctuary of the Lord shall be in the center. And I just find that to be so applicable, not just in the actual topography of the land in that day that's coming. It will be literal. But even as application to us today, the sanctuary of the Lord, the very place where he dwells, his very presence and the place of his presence must be central in our lives. And I pray it is for you today as you are hearing this message. Oh, put Jesus in the center of your life. And no matter what all else there you have in, as part of your life, family, friends, work, you know, ministry, whatever it may be, let Jesus Always be the center and keep his presence in the center of your life. And then I want to read at the very end, verse 35, the very last verse. All the way around shall be 18,000 cubics, it says, just speaking about the, the place and the divisions that it was been talking about. But what I really want you to see is the name of the city from that day shall be the Lord is there. Oh, I love that name, Yahweh Shammah. The Lord is there. The city will get a new name because Jesus, the Lord, is now present, dwelling there, literally, physically, in every way among his people. He is there. Praise be to God. What a way for Ezekiel and for the Holy Spirit to lead Ezekiel to end this book. What a time we have to look forward to in the coming kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is coming as king to establish his throne and and reign as the priest king from Jerusalem in that day. May God bless you today, and I pray you can join us again for future episodes of Bible Bites as we begin the book of Daniel in the next one. God bless you today in Jesus' name.